I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And hello. Hello, hello, hello. It's been so long. <laughs> it's been an eternity. <laughs> uh... I forget how we do these. It's been so long. What are you drinking? <laughs> coffee. You got any coffee obviously, yet? Obviously, I have coffee. Oh my god, I'm suffering right now. For those of you who are obviously listening, and it for you guys, it has been, I guess, a long time because we got the announcement, and then we have a little life, and then a book talk, which we haven't. No, we have recorded. We already recorded the predictions a while ago. Never mind. It's somewhere um, on your laptop. <laughs> it's somewhere. <laughs> it's in my email, so it's permanently there. Um, but yeah, we just recorded our announcement for doing seasons. So now we're recording our Iron Flame episode. It's been about five minutes. Um, <laughs> you have a reason for drinking? Well... At the current time we are, not the time we are releasing it, it's almost Christmas. And I love the Christmas season. It's festive. The lights are up. Pine trees. Mm. (laughs) Cookies. Really all around great times. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, (laughs) that'll be mine. You nice um as you as you guys i think already know i'm not a big christmas guy um i am however very excited for a show that i'm going to uh this friday i think thursday Ooh. sometime thursday um, would be today well that it's tomorrow um <laughs> i was uh, like <laughs> you going today <laughs> definitely not oh i need to sleep before I can, oh God, be in a crowd of people dancing. Oh, that's that sounds like just not what I want to do right now. Um, but my friend and I are going to make uh, outfits out of wrapping paper to be a little bit more festive. She has a backup outfit and I don't because I, again, I don't really like Christmas. So like I don't own an ugly Christmas sweater I don't own anything even like remotely Christmassy that I could just like throw on to be festive in case my wrapping paper red yeah but it has like a skull on it (laughs) 
with devil season. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It would be a little funny, actually. It would be a little funny. <clears throat> um, I have something that's green, but it's a light green. I don't know. I'll figure something out if my wrapping paper outfit doesn't work. But my wrapping like what... white. Yeah. I don't have anything. You don't have anything white. <laughs> not that I do. I have like a white thick turtleneck, which I'm not gonna wear if I'm. That's in a true. crowd of people. I'm just going to be so sweaty. But anyways, if you are familiar with it, if anyone in the Vancouver area knows, it's called Funk the Halls. And it's the Funk Hunters like annual Christmas thingamajig. And apparently it's really fun. And I have seen them live before at a different event and they were really good. So I'm excited about that. The vibes will be good. And I will be re- well rested. Well rested. Today's your day. Today's my day of being well resting. Being garbage and trying to make an outfit out of wrapping paper. Oh, it's sleep a task. Sleep deprived you making an outfit out of wrapping paper. I wish I was there. I feel like you're the right level of tired that I can make you furious. <laughs> like so bad. Uh, you already did like you've already know. That. unfortunately it was while we weren't recording we had a little fight guys <laughs> it's the best best version of sarah when i'm not tired and she is and then it's hilarious if i'm also tired it's not fun um i prefer it when i'm not tired and you're tired <laughs> Luckily, that's not the case now. I need you to shut up a little bit. I I can can feel your energy from across the country, (laughs) and I can feel you getting excited to be annoying. So let's just get into the book. (laughs) You like start talking about something else. (laughs) Um. So yeah, Becca Yaros' second book in um the series. Do we know how many books there are going to be? I feel like I ask this every time. Is it this <laughs> trilogy? It's going to be five. Oh, it's going to be five. So it's just like a full-on series. I think. I said that with a lot of confidence, not really knowing, but I'm pretty sure it's five. I believe you. We'll find out eventually. <laughs> if I'm I have wrong. no reason not to believe you, so. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Do you have anything spoiler-free to say up top? I guess up top, my opinion of this book might be a little biased because I was reading this through finals. So the vibes were incorrect. Where I was like, mm. Like I was reading to study and then I would read this to like not be studying anymore. So it wasn't the same fun as the first book. And I think... Overall, for me, I did not like this book as much as the first book, um, which is surprising because usually it's the other way around. Once you already built the world, it's like easier for me to like it because I'm not like trying so hard to understand what's happening. But no, I think it, overall this was a step down for me, and I'm not sure if it was just because I was like dying a little bit inside school-wise or if it was actually the book, but. Yeah, I'm not sure if you can blame it on finals because I feel the exact same way. 
this book was definitely not as good as the first book for me there was a lot of things and like plot points and specific specifically dynamics between characters that made me annoyed (laughs) there was i feel like there was a lack of creativity in character interactions (laughs) isn't the best way i can put it and i was like either get over it or stop talking about it i don't know (laughs) yes um i also found and this was an issue that i had with the first book as well but i felt like there again was too many characters introduced like i feel like there was too many characters introduced in the first book and then like one character that i cared about got killed off and then a bunch of characters that i didn't care about got killed off and then they and then i was like okay i think we're at a good level of characters i know all of the characters and i'm excited to get to know these characters on a deeper level but then we just got more characters with like a lack of like vibe you know what I mean there was only one really like significant character that was new in this book for me who like actually had like a real personality a bitchy personality I'll tell you that much but a personality nonetheless (laughs) fair enough um yeah so I I don't know what happened with this second book I feel like it had a lot of potential but it definitely disappointed it was a bit of a flop not like a huge flop like I still enjoyed aspects of it obviously there's dragons I'll never hate a book where there's dragons present (laughs) um but the ending was really good the ending did kind of like save it a little bit for me but I feel like it was almost kind of like a crescent city vibe Crescent City 2. Not quite as bad, but it was like, like in the second Crescent City book when we just like didn't really care about what was going on. And then the last chapter we started to care. It's like, but why did you waste all of this paper? You killed trees for what? You know, like it shouldn't. There's a lot of wasted words. Yeah. Like it shouldn't take, like I shouldn't be bored for an entire book. And then at the last second, suddenly I'm interested that's how they get you to keep reading the series it worked it it did work like I obviously I'm I'm planning on reading the next book but it's just like I saw a TikTok recently that was kind of like talking about how book talk is making books almost like fast fashion and that is kind of what I got from this That's an interesting way to put it, but I kind of get it. It's like a hot take, but it's like, you know, like we see all of these reviews on book talk from people who may like not really know what they're talking about. Oh, also, I kind of feel like we should touch on this before we get into the spoilers. But um, I know Rebecca Yaros is also facing a lot of like, uh, 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 backlash for 
her lack of research when it comes to the languages she used to derive the names in this book. Oh. And like she didn't I heard about this controversy at all. Well, she did an interview where she was like, oh yeah, I derived and and to be fair, granted, Katrina and I never say a name correctly in our life when it comes to a fantasy book, unless it's like super obvious. <laughs> but um I think if you're an author and you're like, oh yeah, it's from a Gaelic dialect. And then it turns out it wasn't even from a Gaelic dialect and she also pronounced it incorrectly and it was like a dead language and like really important to, not a dead language, there's still people who speak this language, but like it's very rare, essentially. So she's facing a lot of controversy for that. So I just want to speak on that and say, I do not really, I do not support authors or try not to support authors who are stupid but sometimes I accidentally do because we too are stupid (laughs) (laughs) yeah I just wanted to say that and to be fair I also think I spend more time on TikTok than you do so that's probably why I was aware of it before you Mm. but yeah hopefully I don't think I've I haven't heard an update but I really hope that she apologizes or fixes her shit I don't know I don't really know how you can recover from that <laughs> if you've already published two books yeah and you I, already I, I just I, I don't get the point and her saying that it was from some language which isn't it isn't from like why would she lie it was it was similar so she just thought it was from that language and it was from something else? Yeah. She just, like, didn't research enough. Like, she researched enough to the point where she, like, saw a name in a specific dialect and was like, ooh, that's what I want my dragon's name to be similar to. Like, it wasn't, like, a direct translation, but then when she was in the interview, she was like, oh, it's derived from this language and this is the word. And then the language was wrong and the word was wrong. (laughs) Oh, so she went too far. You could have, you should have let it go. Yeah, she should have just let it go. Use it internally. If you don't know it for sure, don't tell people what it's based on. Yeah. Or even just say, like, I read it. And then, you know what I mean? Or, like, I believe it's from this. However, I didn't do my research fully. So, like, I don't know. Yeah. People need to use I don't know more often. Yeah, people need to stop being so confident. Well, I don't know if I meant that. I meant when they don't know. Not, not That's the general. title of this podcast for sure. People need to stop being so confident. Uh, all right. Um, I really love when your lawyer comes out on the podcast and just it makes me laugh like when you were talking about what she should have done I was like what she needed was a lawyer before she did that interview to tell her what not to fucking say yeah just uh that is that is unfortunate though I didn't uh I definitely didn't know about that 
but mm-hmm. I also think too like if I were to write a fantasy book I bet you anything like my maybe I like pick a word for um a character or a magic something or other right maybe it's a word that I like saw in the past that I don't remember you know what I mean like you can't it's fantasy you can just make shit up <laughs> like you don't need to yeah like it doesn't you don't have to explain everything yeah you can be like I don't know I'll just pick the name oh it sounds mm-hmm. similar to this dialect cool I just pulled it out my butthole because it's fantasy you know what I mean like it's <laughs> it's make-believe it is make-believe <sighs> so yeah I I really hope I really hope she either does apologize or did apologize and I just wasn't on that side of TikTok, you know? Yeah. But anywho, that's 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 another reason why people are saying that like books are almost becoming like a fast fashion industry because of Rebecca Yaros's actions and all that jazz. So yeah, just wanted to touch on it before we get into the book. <clears throat> Do you have a rating? See, we recorded the last one so long ago, and I was trying to think of what I rated this first one, just as like a a reference point, because I feel like we would have rated it high. Like, I feel like, like even a nine. We loved the last book. Yeah, I'm feeling like an 8.5 for the I mean, last one for, yeah so maybe you not we have no idea so we're gonna sound stupid because you're gonna edit obviously the episode um and oh no that episode's already been released oh it's out yeah I believe oh so. god i can just go look <laughs> that's that fine fun. i'm gonna go ahead and guess did i release it or do we actually if I haven't released it yet, that'll just be a bonus episode and we'll stick with the schedule that we've already done. I'll just release it randomly one day. <laughs> before this, this one. Episode. <laughs> we have no context here, like, after. <laughs> I'm, I'm, like, kind of trying to base it off each other because if this was standalone, that'd be even di- more different. But I'm thinking, like, a like a 6.5 I was thinking 7 ooh accurate yeah like it was it was more fun to read than just like the average book I already cared about the characters but it was just like the actual plot the plot was and the character building were objectively kind of bad but because I already cared then it's better. But if if this was a standalone book and I didn't care about the characters at this point, I think it would be like below a five. Oh, same. I think it would be like yeah. a four. Yeah, but you know what? At least there wasn't any more dragon sex. Yeah, my god. I really blocked that out of the first one. Uh, <clears throat> I wish I I wish I could say the same. So. To get right into it, 
I, I don't know. My first note is about <clears throat> the oh. wards and how, um, like, yes. creating new wards is a lost magic and whatnot, what have you. And I kind of, I don't know. I kind of wish there was more, like, quest sort of vibes to, like, fix the wards or, you know, like, I feel like. Yeah, it, 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 basically the entire book is based on Zayden and Violet, like, being attracted to each other, but not <laughs> Violet not trusting him. It was, oh, I hate Sums it. Sums up all of this story. I hate it. I hate the vibe of, like, oh, I don't like the way he treats me. I don't like the way he keeps secrets. I, like, I am a strong, independent woman. Eh, like, but he's so hot. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay. Get yeah. a grip, Violet. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, yeah, it was so dumb also like the fact that him keeping secrets very clearly were like he was working on this uh, rebellion whatever for years this is important to him his parents were killed he is a marked one it is more than your like relationship he's keeping secrets for the safety of hundreds of other people and basically like the safety of civil and you're like yeah but i can't trust him because he doesn't want to he's telling you for your safety too oh she's so dumb it was infuriating and like even even like bits where she started she then started violet starts keeping secrets from her friends because of like safety reasons and I'm like, idiot, do you not see that Zayden doing this to you is the same thing you're doing to your friends? God, it was very annoying. And then, like, the whole time, she's like, ah. like, they would talk about it every time they met up. Because it's one thing to have that, like, as, like, an inner conflict of, like, oh, they don't trust each other. It's, like, maybe not going to work. It was openly spoken about every time Zayden and Violet got together throughout this book of, like, Oh yeah, but I don't trust you. Oh, but I, you're so hot. Um, and then it happened like eight times throughout this book. It happened so many times. I also found it stupid that Violet wasn't telling her friend, specifically Rhiannon. I feel like everyone else, I understand her not talking to about this sort of thing. But there was like, I, and and like to be fair, I understand not telling Rhiannon like at first. You know what I mean? Like get your get your bearings, get your shit together, figure out if you're gonna tell her or not. But the fact that Rhiannon was so consistently showing Violet and telling Violet like you can trust me, just it was infuriating that Violet wasn't telling her because a guy told her not to, and. And was also mad at Zayden for the same thing. Yes. Say, at least 
there is like slight recovery on Violet's end because she does acknowledge the fact that I was she was furious at Zayden for the same thing and Rhiannon immediately forgives her like a, a normal person does in a wartime situation being like oh I understand that I am not the center of this conflict maybe there are greater things out there I am not the center of the universe Violet on the other hand does not seem to understand that concept until like the very end of this book and like especially I don't know dude I understand that the stakes are not as high with secrets that um are told to me but like i feel like 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 i i would tell you like i you could, if, if if the if i was violet in this scenario i would and zayden was like no you can't tell katrina granted i know that like obviously rhiannon and violet have not known each other since they were five like we have to be fair but like this is the closest friend that violet has ever had um a, apart from dane um but like, like if I was, if I was Violet and Zayden was like, you cannot tell anyone, I would be like, I, I'm telling Katrina. Which is, like, I'd be like, that's my best friend. Like, I feel like you need a person to confide in, you know? Yeah. It, it, it was so stupid. It was just, it was like, hear me out fake scenario if you we were talking and you're like yeah there's just like some things I can't tell you I'd be like okay <laughs> like you don't have to tell me everything it's fine you're your own person what do you mean but it was just like also the fact that Violet was like actively like she just like stopped talking to all of her friends because she was like oh I can't I must, lie to you I can't lie to you I must I must just exile myself from the friend group and be so annoying and not tell my friends everything and then put them in more danger because it's about me and Zeta. Oh God, I hated that conflict. <sighs> I also didn't like, I've, I've talked to Emma about this book actually, and she has more beef with Zeta than she does with Violet. And okay. I don't, I, I know she had points, but I think I forgot them because, but like, to be fair, Zayden was also annoying in this book. Like, both of them needed to just let the relationship go. Yeah, I think Zayden was uh, differently infuriating uh, the fact that he was willing to, you know, let everyone die for Violet who didn't even like him <laughs> <laughs> which is like normally a trope that I like in a fantasy book of like I will let everything burn to the ground to save you kind of like that in this scenario it didn't work because I was annoyed at both of them. So I was like, why are you just True. being dumb? Like, maybe think it through a little. Like, I was... The plot was so not what I wanted that I was being logical. You know? Yeah. <laughs> the other and that's thing, never what you want. 
a hundred percent. I don't want to be logical in fantasy worlds. Um, but the other thing, like the thing that I kind of notice about this book, which is another reason why I'm, I don't really like it as much is because it, it's giving the enemies became lovers too fast. So now I have to make them enemies again, but I'm not going to do it as well as I could until like the very last second. It would have been way more interesting if, I mean, I guess like for the point of a cliffhanger, obviously making Zayden Venon at the end. Like, I get it. I I liked, I think it would have made more sense if like Violet wakes up and is just like furious with Zayden, will not speak to him, does not forgive him. If I found out that I thought my brother was dead forever and my boyfriend actually knew that he was alive i would not forgive you no like not immediately like i get for the greater good eventually i'd probably see reason but like fury like there was no forget like they were way too fast to just move past that i think and and i feel like it would have been an easy conflict to just carry through the first book and be like oh now he's venom and now violet's like oh my god i have to forgive him and I have to save them but like now they can't be together because but like I feel like it was a way to go instead of oh I don't trust you but I you're so sexy um I 100% agree actually now that you've like described that plot to me that I I that would have made the book like at least an eight you know and it would have cut the the words down in this book by like 50 (laughs) percent okay to, to break from this um let's talk about something that i love in this book and darna she can do no wrong i love her so much she is perfect and smart and majestic and powerful and oh, funny I love her. she's so good um I'm stoked that she is, like, the secret other type of dragon. That was, like, one of the few interesting things in this book that I didn't see coming, was that there was going to be another type of dragon. Maybe I should have seen that coming. That Like, it, again, it happened, and I was like, oh, it makes sense that obviously Violet, the protagonist of this fantasy world, gets a secret dragon that no one knows about, you know? Hindsight makes sense. At the time, I was like, oh, shit. And I also like that um, Violet gets a second signet, which apparently was in this book. Not sure if you knew that. Um, like, she's already, you're just staring at me really weirdly. No, sorry. Um, <laughs> but um, apparently Violet did it's use called her called active second. listening. <laughs> yeah, I'm not As used I to interrupt you. <laughs> I'm not used to you paying attention to what I have to say. Yeah, usually I'm just like... (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, no, apparently Violet used her second signet in this book at some point. Um, Really? mm -hmm. Yeah, obviously I didn't cast on to that. There's no way. (laughs) No, I saw that again in like an interview with Rebecca Yaros, but... Also... I'm not sure how I feel about all of these interviews with authors because I've seen like 
I don't, I don't understand people who read books who want to know what's going to happen. <laughs> like I've seen so many like Q and A's with authors and stuff like that. And they'll be like, is Aelin going to be in Crescent City 3? And it's like, Sarah J. Maas obviously won't answer it, but it's like, I want Why that would to you be want surprise. to know? Yeah, I want to open the page and lose my mind. I don't want you right? to tell me. And like I saw an interview with Rebecca Yaros where she was asked yes or no questions. And so she either had to say yes, no, or no comment. And so obviously if you say no comment, you kind of know, you know what I mean? So it was like, there was just a couple things. I've forgotten them since, to be fair. But I was just like, I don't want to know this. Yeah. I don't understand people who want to know the future of the books. Like I read a book and empty my brain of as much of the plot as possible so that the next book is even more of a surprise. (laughs) I'm like, wow, is this a new character? No. (laughs) Who's Violet? (laughs) A new love interest? No. Speaking of new love interests, the greatest, I texted Sarah, I was like, the greatest thing that has ever happened in a book has happened, and she was like, why would you say that? And I was like, no, no, it has nothing to do with the plot. (laughs) Um, Yeah, because the plot was shit. Yeah, no, that's not the greatest thing that has ever happened in the book. However, uh, Zayden's ex-love interest, uh, name is Kat, who which is what I go by normally. Um, and her full name is Catriona, spelled in the exact same way mine is. And I have never seen that in a I've fantasy book. I've never seen that either. Or in a, like a book I've read, non-fantasy and fantasy included. Um, and I was very excited. She was a and, bitch. Well, come back Which is a true to form for most Katrinas, I think. All right. Well, <laughs> she comes back though. She has like she a does... little redemption arc. Um, she was a... again. I think these things are all happening too fast. I think Katrina should have stayed a bitch until book four, and then gotten better. Like, why is this all happening? All of these plot points are happening too fast for me, and it's or taking like... away from like the actual plot of the book or like the fantasy of the book. You know. Yeah, I honestly 100% agree with you. I feel like I've just added a new layer to what I would have liked to have happened. When uh, Violet wakes up, their relationship is over at that point. And then he starts, he gets back with Kat as like a political move because now it's no longer like a thing. There are so many things that could have been done. There's so many things that could have been done. It's Either just way, yeah, like- furious. <laughs> it didn't work. I kind of regret starting this recording because I feel like this is one of those books that we could talk about for hours because we disliked it so much. Because, <laughs> um, like, I haven't even made a dent in my sticky notes. <laughs> Me too. I opened like, my first one. <laughs> no, I haven't done it. I, when we talked about Andarna, I took one off and I was like, great. <laughs> Whatever. We'll just record again and I'll just edit them together. So if Katrina's audio quality changes like halfway through this episode sorry um another thing and I actually didn't really notice this in the first book until Emma mentioned it to me but 
I don't really like the use of colorful hair in this book because it's like a fantasy world. There's no phones. There's no nothing. But people are like dyeing their hair bright pink and bright blue. And I'm just kind of like, like, I just don't even picture them like that. Like, I just completely. That's true. I do read it and ignore it. But I I do that with most character descriptions. So. Hmm. But you're right. I don't I don't really love. Uh, I really love it. It puts you too much into reality once like little things like that keep happening. Mm hmm. I agree. Um, I like, okay. I'm just going to go off my very first point. Okay. At this point, this is like right at the beginning <clears throat> where I knew, mm, I feel like this book is going to annoy me a little bit. Uh, when they were, when Violet wakes up there uh, and everyone is mad that she was brought there because it's obviously like a secret you know mm -hmm. it's underground um Again, which they, i think is fair yeah fair however when in arguing that she should not be there um there's like someone's like she's general sorengale's daughter and then brennan is like and I'm the general's son. And then they're like, and you've had proven your loyalty over the last six years. She hasn't. She didn't know this place existed until like <laughs> one hour ago. What do you mean the past six years? <laughs> That's a terrible argument. Such a terrible argument. Yeah, I was just like vaguely annoyed that these were the points being raised. I was like... Well, ooh, you, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I agree with that whole vibe. It was so stupid. I feel like, also, like if you don't trust her, don't let her go back to school. Yeah, like there is a. They're like, we don't, don't trust her at all. And then she's like, well, I gotta go train. Just like, again, just a lack of foresight. Yeah. Like, I feel like if I was in a rebellion, and or just the rebellion in this book, and Violet just, like, appeared, and I wouldn't give a shit if it was Zayden's love interest. I'd be like, dude, she's not going back to, I don't care if you trust her. I don't have to trust her. And also, you don't even really trust her because you guys are constantly beefing and she doesn't trust you. <laughs> but you're just going to let her leave the rebellion compound? <laughs> like, yeah. Like, you don't trust, like, you don't trust her enough to, like, tell her, like, anything, but you trust her enough to leave. And, like, at this point, her shields weren't even that strong. Like, why was it not, we're keeping you here until your shields are strong? And You know? Again, another plot point that could have changed. Yeah. And that could have been, while they continue to be enemies for the entirety of this book, 
Yeah, and then enemies living in close quarters. Fun. Forced proximity. Like we all love that. He has to teach her because he's the best at shields, but they've stopped seeing each other and he's gonna get married to Katrina because of political reasons. Yeah, literally a great plot. Great plot. And then at the end, he they don't get married. Because like Katrina dies or something, I don't know. Yeah. Something. Or he turns he he turns venom. So he can't. He he can't. And then I don't know what we should just like nope. We should get into um publishing. (laughs) (laughs) We shouldn't write the books, but we should tell people what's wrong with their books and get them to fix it. That's true. (laughs) I would love that. I will say, I'm still very, like, at the beginning of this book, but um, a plot point that I actually liked, because again, or like a character that I liked, even though they were evil, um, the crazy man with the crazy dragon, I forget the crazy man's name, but Solas is the dragon's name. You liked him? He was interesting. I didn't like him. I said he was, like, I liked his presence in the book. Okay. Fair. I also, he was a good addition because he was, you know, insane. Um, there's This skips way ahead. You know what? I can wait to get to it. There's, sh- there's a, I, I don't know if I can find it. There's, like, a plot point um, with Solas. Um, I feel like this was the first time that, again, with the exception of Liam, that Rebecca Yaros, like, and like in the beginning of the book, he's, I don't even remember what he was. He was like a new teacher or something like that. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, Because he definitely wasn't in the last book. He was something. Um, But he's like introduced and then his dragon just like torches everyone and like, Violet tells everyone to like hit the deck and everyone who like was on the ground lived and then everyone else died and that was the first time I was like oh shit I was like oh shit this guy this guy is gonna bring a certain flavor to the book and he did he did um okay I found it this is or something I don't know (laughs) he is paprika to this book um and it needed some some flavor (laughs) yeah it's towards the end um there's like layers to this which are just like dumb as well you're just gonna like pop off chaotically for a second i think so okay so it's right when violet finds out how to raise the wards um like the second time when she's like i know what we did wrong and then if she goes she sees zayden and then he's like oh you figured out tell me and she wants to tell him in private and she's like oh no like we're we actually have to play this little like game first for in our formation and I was like is in a life or death situation do you really need to play this game um no so that was dumb as hell and then continuing on to the dumb as hell it's already known that Solas the dragon that wants to kill her is hiding in these like caves it has been discussed 
even oh, really? I, I, I totally forgot about that. No, because, uh, I didn't because Darren is the one that's saying it. Like he was like, oh yeah, like search in the caves, can find him, lost him in the caves. That that is a plot point that oh, my see, brain. I think, I, I think at this point I forgot Solas's name because when I remember when he appeared, I was like, who the fuck is Solas? And then because I thought it was okay. a person, and then I was like, for oh, it's a some dream. reason, I still remember this. Like I knew he was in the caves, and Crazy. then. Violet doesn't tell Zayden how to raise the words for some reason because they have to play this game first in the middle of the that makes no sense to me whatsoever was that explained no okay can I, you're I, gonna tell can me I, why <laughs> can I interject for just two seconds because Emma told me something that I again I forgot about this book but it pissed her off and then she told it to me and then I was like oh my god that also pisses me off I like must have just blocked it out um but apparently when violet figures out what she did wrong with the wards and she's like playing this game with zayden not only does she like play this weird game with him but she asks him permission to set up the wards here instead of at the other place because she's like we can only for some reason they can only do it like one time um again plot point i get it but she's like is it okay if we do it here and I was like, everyone around you is dying. <laughs> like, what do you mean? You you can't set them up at the other place. You can't because you will be dead if you don't set them up here. What do you mean you need to ask Zayden if it's chill with him? Like. Uh, oh my god, that also leads me to another plot point. It's the first time she set up the words. It's it, like it, it is the permission thing, but uh, when they were like, Yeah, we could set up the wards, but then all the Griffin riders would lose their powers behind the wards. I'm like, Sir, are your choices death to all or no power behind a certain section for Griffin riders and you're not raising the wards? <laughs> That's it. Like, there's no there was no logical plot <clears throat> like if they were to all die immediately if they set up the words i would get it i'd be like oh like that's that's something you have to think about but sorry you don't have your powers just just behind the safety line <laughs> and you don't want to raise the words <laughs> so you all die instead <laughs> who's thinking this through no one no one it's but back to Oh yeah, keep going. Sorry, I'm, I got yeah, distracted. I'm gonna, I, I didn't know. I thought that was it. I didn't know there was even more layers. No, because then they go into the the caves, obviously, um, and Solas is there. Shocking. Um, and then it's like, oh, maybe she's gonna die. And then it's, it's the whole plot of like, you know, how someone's like, oh, I'm not gonna tell you I love you until like after this battle, and then I tell you. This was the vibe I got from this, where like. Mm -hmm. uh violet's like yeah i'm not gonna tell you how to raise the words until after we play this game and then i almost die <laughs> and i was like also why would you play the game here when the dragon that's trying to kill you is there in caves and then the venom and wyvern are trying to kill you out there and you've already like at this point like by the time she figures out how to raise the wards there's already been a lot of death like, it's not like they're winning. They're, like, actively yeah. losing, actually. And they're like, no, but this game is important. 
if that that game getting thrown in at the end was infuriating. It was so infuriating. Yeah, that was that was like way <laughs> at the end, but I just thought of that when um No, that's okay. That's okay. Um another plot point a plot point that I liked was Violet being like hunted by people in the beginning of the book. Yeah, people randomly in like the school trying to kill her. That added a little bit of that added some a little more paprika, I guess. Maybe some pepper. When Nate, Nadine, I didn't really care for. Like, is another character that dies kind of immediately without like knowing her. Yeah. But when yeah, when they're like, oh, like I'm looking for Violet, and then she's like, uh huh, I'm Violet, and then they immediately kill her. I was like, oh. Uh, yeah, that that was literally the plot point that I was speaking on. That was that was the sticky note that I was. Yeah. <clears throat> I. What is this? I I what also I... didn't get why Taryn didn't just kill Varish. Varish. Is that the um... the paprika? The paprika. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Varish. I guess. Um. I don't, I don't get why he just didn't kill him, like, right away. Yeah. I guess because of um, the dragon laws. Yeah, but then, like, dragon. kill the dragon. He didn't like him either way. I think dragon laws are complicated. You're not supposed to kill another dragon unless... I don't think there's ever a reason for dragons to, like, really turn on each other. Hmm. I think that's, like, an unspoken... Because they have, like, their council, right? Yeah, fair. <clears throat> um, yeah, Varish was unhinged. Like, him trying to, like, get Violet to do things that she, like, literally couldn't. And then, like, pushing her to, like, almost burn out. Again, I enjoyed it. Even though it was fucked up, I didn't like him. I liked what he brought to the story. It was like because like it was it was literally like him for for the majority of the book, like until he died. Um it was like him. He was and then Violet and Zayden's weird beef and Violet keeping secrets from people. And then Violet also being like hunted by people who at the end we found out were Venon. But it's like Varish and the Venon hunting Violet for most of the book was the only interesting thing happening until like the end. Yeah. Ish. Maybe it was like halfway through when we kind of met Katrina, but I don't know. I don't remember. Also, again, the fact that like I, I don't really remember the context of this, but when Rhiannon kind of, like, starts to find out things and, like, Violet, like, slowly starts letting things slip and Rhiannon is just like, cool, yeah, it was Wyvern that attacked you over there. Like, she she told, like, when she started to tell small truths and Rhiannon was just, like, rolling with the punches and she was like, okay. Rhiannon is the best character in this story hands down i love her she is smart powerful a great friend there's literally nothing wrong with rihanna if she dies i'm gonna lose my mind 
Yeah, if she dies, I'm gonna lose my fucking. She can't die. I, Violet will die before Rihanna dies, which is kind of wild because I think my favorite character, which I know we're doing this in outrageously wrong order, but is not a main character for this book. Like Zayden is not my favorite character. Violet obviously also is not my favorite character. Like I like Andarna and I like Tarrant. Don't step on my laptop. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> beef with the dog um <laughs> sorry about this <laughs> um i genuinely think it's rihanna mm-hmm. honestly same i love her i also love um rydick i do also like him he's funny and also smart, powerful, good friend, intelligent, not beefing with his romantic interest. Granted, he doesn't really have one, but I'm like, God. I'm putting the safety of the world on the line. Ah, oh, man. Yeah, and I remember in the beginning of this book, too. Like, just because I have a sticky note beside it. Um when Zayden is like I don't want to do anything with you until you like tell me that you love me I want to be respectful of you and blah 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 and then he kind of lost that at the end you know what I mean but I liked in the beginning of the book when he I don't know, there's just a line where it says his I'm his arms tighten around me and then he says, You love me, and it's like a statement, not a question. Um and I was like, I wish that was longer, where we've already kind of touched on it, where he really wanted Violet back and was like But then obviously they had that weird oral scene in the throne room. Oh yeah. And I was like Again, I, we've discussed think, we don't love Spice in I general. I think I also don't love the in-between. Like, I want you to hate each other and then be in love. Mm-hmm. Or, and then hate each other again. That's fine. I don't love the, like, I'm, like, I am in love with you, but also, like, we're not together. That's That's not it for me. Some people like that, though. Yeah. But I, I don't. Nah. I want you to be enemies. <laughs> I want you to literally hate each other. Okay, even, also, honestly, even if there's no sexual tension at all, I prefer just straight enemies. Same. There doesn't need to be se- If anything, I prefer straight enemies and then the sexual tension comes. That's why you like Varish. <laughs> he was just an enemy. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, great. Trying to think of what spice Violet would be. Is there a bland spice out there? Not really. Because she's not even, like, she's blander than salt and pepper. Like, she's just, like, completely unseasoned. Yeah, and, like, Zayden to me now is kind of like 
like pepper yeah i was like, about to say pepper <laughs> yeah like you're really like sure it's kind of a basic one but you're not really like you're not changing the dish you're just yeah. kind of there and essential to the story zayden therese outrageous outrageous the rest uh, no this is this is not a podcast about race but <laughs> it is it always is we bring him up once an episode i swear to god he's my favorite uh, um but okay also speaking of characters that we liked better than the main characters actually i think she might be like just below rhiannon for me but professor devora oh my god i loved her she was she was the best throughout the entire book. Everything that she did, like she again was just out for the greater good. She had foresight all the time. Like even when like that moment moment in the book where um they find out that Zayden's like situation gets attacked, um, and that one of the warriors was down, and Dever like really pointedly, like scratches where Zayden's like signet is and like looks at Violet so that Mm -hmm. she knows and I'm just and I was like she's she's just doing things because they're the right thing to do she was being helpful um she and then she was also sassy (laughs) I I also liked uh General Sorengale's like redemption arc ish I like that she didn't change fully like it was still her character she still kind of thought she was right in what she did um but then like she was like basically for her daughters and for her son I was like I like the character change in her and it wasn't like a drastic enough one where, where like you don't recognize her at the end of this book yeah I agree because again, like her redemption arc was just over such a short period of time that I think if it was a bigger redemption arc, it would just be less believable. Because you don't just like find out, like you don't just change your mind like that easily. But anywho, yeah. back to uh, Pro- Professor Devra, um, because I have a, quote from her that's just again iconic she's just iconic in this book like everything she says was just perfect but it was when violet and another cadet were arguing arguing about something stupid and and violet was obviously correct because it was like about the archives um and she just goes cadet trevor if i were you i would consider the fact that cadet sorengale has spent more time in the archives than anyone else in this room and then i would carefully consider an intelligent response i do also remember that that was so good it was so good just like the sass and nothing's better than intelligent sass right it's the perfect oh my god also we gotta talk about it a little bit dame in this book he he's not redeemed fully Mm -hmm. but he is he's kind of like he had a good redemption i like it was it made sense 
like what <clears throat> happened made sense. I still don't love him. No. <clears throat> but like it's not it wasn't his fault. He thought he was and he wasn't trying to get them killed. No. Like that's very clear at this point. Um I don't know. I like I feel like he's still a ween. Yeah, he has that vibe. But he's not He's not evil. He's, he's not evil. Ween. Yeah, he's just a ween. And he just, you know. Like that's the other thing that like I think about this book too is like when and again, I still don't really understand their government. But you know what? When the government is being bad, um it's hard for a lot of people who are just like not, you know, really running things. Like Dane was a leader, but he wasn't, you know, like general level. He didn't know what was going on. Obviously, a lot of things were not being said in um what are they called? Where they have the meetings about the the debriefs. Um, a lot of things were getting like the battle briefs. The, the battle briefs. Um, and like the government is literally rewriting history and like doing God knows what to like ancient archives. So at a certain point, it's not really Dane's fault. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he was doing what he thought was right based on what he thought he knew. Yeah, and then the fact that he, like... really blame him? No. You <laughs> can't really blame him. And then the fact that he, like, found out and then was like, oh, shit, I don't stand by this. You know what I mean? Like, that... And, like, same with every other cadet that, like, moved to the rebellion side. I appreciated yeah. that. They gave him a choice. Yeah. I do think a, a proper redemption arc is coming. Yeah, Absolutely. Also, am I misunderstanding like the the death thing? I thought if one of them dies, the likelihood is they all die. Maybe none of them die. Fair. Wait for what? Like Zayden, Violet, mm. Karen, just everyone. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, like the four of them because they're all oh, connected. The four? Yeah, because like, you, but like you know how like Karen's like. I went and died, he died. Like just sassing. It doesn't matter that much. And then Zayn's dragon's also like, oh, no. Zayn's <laughs> irrelevant. And but like the two of them, because they're connected, I thought they would also like die, or because they had like the mental bridge or whatever, they would know if each other died. So I don't get why so many times in this book Violet would be like, Is he dead? Like, would you not know? <laughs> Like, was I missing something? Yeah, I think you would know. Because I feel like... Uh, is, is her name Sagal? Zayden's dragon? I don't know how to pronounce it, but something. <laughs> okay, well, that... If Zayden died, I'm assuming she'd probably tell Taryn if she didn't also die. And then so either Taryn would... Everyone would know, or everyone's dead was my like understanding of how that worked i'm gonna be honest i don't understand how it works at all okay so i was like why is this so dramatic all the time he's not concerned he was hurt or dying no because specifically i have a plot they're alive they have to be 
and she's all concerned. Right, they have to be then. Yeah, so maybe she's just like specifically saying no, they have to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe she's just she's not concerned. She's just stating facts. <laughs> all right, maybe maybe I looked too far into it. That was on me. No, I honestly I think she's just being an irrational piece of shit. I don't know. Yeah, I, I was wondering if I misunderstood. I kind of also liked the I liked the new class that they were taking. I wish there was more classes. Maybe I just want every book to be Harry Potter. <laughs> it was a good book. I liked the school parts of this book where Zayden wasn't involved and there was no beef. I'm like because I also feel like I'm just learning more about the world. I like the fact that the world building in the first book was really slow and like kind of drawn out and like was just like tied in through the plot um and I feel like that's kind of carrying through to like the first half of the second book where I really liked it and then it kind of fell off for me a little bit yeah because I feel like I do like the school bits I like the school bits like I I liked the new classes I like the fact that this school is like crazy (laughs) and unhinged and the fact that it literally tortures its students and just like plops them in the woods somewhere to fight dragons. Um, I liked that. I did like, I liked, that class. Yeah. And I liked that Zayden wasn't present to be beefing with Violet the whole time. Yeah, see, that's why I don't think I really like him that much. Well, we did call him Pepper, but because like whenever he was around, and you do like Pepper. I remember that. <laughs> Big Pepper guy. Whenever he was around, I was like, ah, oh, I wish he wasn't around. <laughs> <laughs> I, I almost wish that we had gotten, like, his... Like, I almost wish this book was formatted. Like, because Violet and Zayden were obviously, like, far away from each other, I kind of almost wish it was formatted, like, a slower pace, almost but two perspectives where like sometimes we would get like a couple chapters from Violet's perspective at school and then we'd get Zayden's perspective. Mm. But then we wouldn't get, I understand we wouldn't get secrets and it wouldn't be a beef. <laughs> like, Yeah. But like we read that in like dance of thieves, I think where like we got both perspectives, but still there was like secrecy and like beef between the characters. I think it could work. I think it could work. We liked Dance with Thieves a lot. I loved that yeah. book. Uh, Jack Barlow. That was a I, weird... That was unexpected. I did, however, like it because I was waiting the whole time. I was like, I actually don't know if you're good or bad. Like, I didn't know. I I liked it. I didn't love it. I again I just feel like it happened too fast I almost wish because he had a mini redemption arc right where he like saved her or where he was like nice to her in class I guess I don't know um I wish the redemption had been longer so that the betrayal would have actually felt like a betrayal not just oh uh, he's he's bad never changed. yeah yeah I, yeah. I actually I, 100% agree because I was the whole time I was like mm, and then you're like oh he is bad not yeah oh he's good then he's them yeah i think a lot of like i feel like this book specifically could have been two books and i don't really know like i don't have like a a direct like 
divider. I feel like it's not even like a point in the book that makes it too loose. I think just some of the plots should have been like dragged out or -hmm. just not brought in until later. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like the battle could have been the end of this book. Jack Barlow fights in the battle, betrays them at the end of the third book. Like, I feel too many endings. Too many endings. endings. With not enough context. Too many endings, not enough context. Bad character development. Mm -hmm. Like, the body of this book was pretty useless. And then it was like, I wonder if we kind of have Sarah J. Mass to thank for that. Because I feel like a lot of people really like Sarah J Mass's books because it, she's known for like the last hundred pages of her book. Right. Yeah. It's like, it's her thing. Like she's very good at doing that, but she's very good at doing that because also with everything except Crescent city for us, the body of the, of the book has also been interesting. And we've also been yeah. interested in the characters, even if not a lot is happening. Really? I think I, you completely cut out because you, you. Oh my bad. I'm. <laughs> I'm just trying to think. Like I don't think any of the characters I'm like in love with really. Like obviously, yeah. Rihanna was my favorite. I love the dragons, but like, would I call Jared and be like, "Let me tell you about this fictional character"? No. <laughs> <laughs> Did I do that in Agatar? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> all the characters <laughs> like let me tell you about the inner circle yeah me getting drunk and like at at a party like talking to my friends about books because i yeah. just love them so much like it, this this is not a book that that would come up like i just don't care enough about any of these characters i would talk about this book in a moderately annoyed way like i currently am that's true. I feel like we rated it too high. Maybe I give it a stick. Part two of the recording session. Honestly, naturally, even though we fully discussed the fact that we would not remember where we were, I do not remember where we were. Um, Let me see. I have we're we were about halfway through the book. Like almost exactly. Let's see if I remember talking about this. Wow, it's been so long since reading the book that I kind of and also obviously I hate these characters. Oh, okay, no, never mind. Now I remember. Okay. I think probably the only just to jump right in okay. um probably the only new character that i i think was a good addition i don't know how to pronounce his name but it was Ar- Aric, like a-a-r-i-c the king's okay, son yeah, prince yeah. or whatever he was the only like interesting addition like I with think- the exception of katrina probably but I think Katrina could have done more. Like she mm-hmm. was not like not to the proper extent. I think mm-hmm. Arik 
Yeah, I think he was he was good. I I cared. I was like, what is yeah. that this person? Um I also at some point you texted me something about a redemption arc and you were ahead of me in reading and I was like mm. getting a redemption arc and at a certain point I thought it was Jack Barlow mm-hmm. like, oh is this the redemption arc and then Dane obviously starts to get a redemption arc also who were you talking about like did you just read- I'm pretty sure I was talking about Dane okay Jack, I didn't really care for because I was unsure about his character. And I remember, I don't know, I feel like with both Jack and Kat, I feel like their plot lines should have been stretched out a little bit. Like, I feel like Kat should have been a villain for longer. And I think Jack should have been redeemed for longer. And then it would have made like the redemption and betrayal, like for both of them, just a little bit more substantial. In my humble opinion, I don't yeah. think that their, I don't think that their character development was substantial at all. It was actually very like rushed and unimportant to me. When you were just unsure who they were at the yeah. point they did the bad thing or like the good thing, so then you're like, okay, yeah, it's not like oh shit, it's just like oh shit. I guess that sucks for you, but <laughs> sucks for you but however there is this one point that i have this was kind of about arik um but it's zayden saying your brother was a craven murderous prick and i'm not sorry i killed him and that was towards arik and i'm like i don't really remember that plot point do you remember that plot point naturally no cool i thought it was important enough to Put a note beside it, but who knows what I wanted to say about it because I don't remember that beca- being discussed anymore. I know Zayden and Ark had beef. I remember that, but I guess that's just that's probably because Zayden murdered his brother. Yeah, uh, I guess Zayden murdered a lot of people's brothers in the beginning, but, mm-hmm. but I guess Brennan was not murdered. <laughs> that's true. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I also, you know, the whole like second power thing about um, Zayden Mm -hmm. Uh, when you find out he has like the not the full ability, but like kind of the mind reading Mm -hmm. ability. At that point, I was like more annoyed than anything of like finding out he had the power because I was like, Violet is the worst. (laughs) Like this man could be killed. And you're like, oh my god, you're not telling me your secrets. Like, Oh my god, it's so... This is a life or death situation. Leave this man alone. Like, That's... <laughs> and then she's always like, do you ever use it on me? Like, if it's that much of a deal breaker, break up with him. I immediately, she made his thing about herself. Immediately. Like, oh, was... I could get killed and have had to hide this for my entire, like, time that I have had a dragon. And she's like, well, I can't be with you if you use it on me. I'm like, oh, sorry. He just told you something very insane. Um, And you're talking about your relationship feelings. I know. I, I remember, like, finding out and I was like, oh, 
And then, like, the way, as soon as Violet opened her mouth, I was like, mm. You know, she's, I really hope she becomes a likable character if, like, this series keeps on going. Mm-hmm. Because she was, I liked her in the first book. Like, I didn't love her yeah. as much as I've loved other, like, female protagonists. But, like... I need the female protagonist to care about something other than her relationship with a man. Because, like, it fe- also feels like the only reason she cares about this rebellion is because of Zayden. Like, have your own thoughts and opinions on matters outside of your relationship, please. And please be with someone for better reasons than just because they're really hot. There's, there's, but there's more things. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, I feel like in the first book, she was really like, even though she was still like kind of an annoying female protagonist, she at least had like a purpose and she was fighting really hard to like prove herself. And she just feels so watered down in this book and it's so annoying. Yeah, I um, I don't like her character development in this book. I really I- hope it gets better. Yeah, I don't particularly like Zayden. I don't. I just don't like their relationship. It's not. It's mm-hmm. not like a fun one to read. I'm just like, well, both of you are just kind of bothering me. Yep. Um, and that's never. We're on the second book of a series. I need to care. I was actually. I was. I was talking to my therapist about this book. Um, <laughs> Someone, how is Iron Flame? Well, I had to talk to my therapist about it. No, because she like she also reads like that's one of our 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 bonding factors is that we both like to read and we both like to read the same type of book. And she read the first book, and uh, she like fully didn't read the second book because she she felt the first book was kind of like this book. I like oh. she felt the way the you know. Um, actually, I think she liked it a bit better than we liked this book. Like, she thought it was just very okay, like, very fine. Um, and, like, we were talking about how quickly these books are getting released. And it feels like, I, what I said to my therapist was, like, it feels like Rebecca Yaros knew how she wanted the book to end, but she had no idea how to get there. And the enemies became lovers way too fast. Because I feel like, imagine if the enemies had become lovers in this book and, like, the sexual tension had just, like, stayed in the first book and then, say, like, three quarters of the way through this book, the enemies become lovers and we're like, oh my god! And then Zayden becomes a Venon. That would actually impact me. Not that him becoming a Venon didn't impact me at all, but I just keep thinking about better ways that these, like, it it bleeds into the first book. Like I thought the first book was good, but now I think the first book should have been different because this book is so bad. Yeah. I also like him, Zayden becoming Venom was a thing. Obviously I was like, oh, oh no. Mm-hmm. Oh no. But I, I feel like it should have ended right there if you know what I mean like when he's like you should you should be afraid of me 
and then he like looks up and then you see the eyes uh, and then you're like oh my god and then the book should have ended um I don't love that there was like an awkward carry through and then like Violet's like sleeping with him in the bed together and it just like kind of like fades out it was a very anticlimactic like oh my god well it's kind of cool yeah because I kind of wish that we didn't see him like also talking to Jack Barlow about it and being like how do I get rid of this I would have rather it be like oh my god is he evil yeah like and then I would have have been a cliffhanger that yeah, yeah, I would have had to sit want- for like a year and been like, is, is he is he a terrible person now? What's going to happen? Not like, oh, he can like, he's kind of fine. Mm-hmm. Like he's still Zayden. I was like, oh, okay. Like now I'm not, I'm not sitting with anything really. Like I get that no. he's been in, but also like, okay. Like you don't need to read the next book now. No, you know? no. Like, I still will, because I feel like we've committed. Obviously. <laughs> and I really, I really want the next one to be better. But if the next one is worse, this might be a series that, like, I don't want to finish. And I might ask to, like, not. Yeah, if, if the third one is worse than this one, I don't want to keep reading it. No. This isn't, like, Sarah J. Mass, where I'll just, like, still read the third book in a series that I don't like because of like my connection with two other series like this is just a stamp like this is the first series that I've read by this person and it's just not doing it for me yeah but like even even now comparing it to like Crescent City which I like clearly dislike Bryce did not have many like character qualities that I cared for but also she did have a personality outside Hunt. Yes. And like there was plot outside her and Hunt. Or yes. her being into Hunt. This book is entirely Violet and Zayden. Like yeah. Violet. And I just like, it's worse in that sense. It is. It really is. Like when it comes to, because like, and Bryce was like, not that Violet isn't badass. There's just something like something about her that's just like like she she has so much potential to be badass. I guess I'll say that because it's like, bitch, you can wield lightning and you are the first dragon rider to ever have two dragons. And you're acting like this? Yeah, like how is she not Kugler? Like, how is she not cooler? But I do also think part of it is the writing as well. Because I know I know we talked about this in the first, like, half when we recorded earlier. Uh, with the, like, games that they have to play in the middle of this, like, terrible situation mm. that they're going through. And mm-hmm. I'm like, it's not technically Violet's fault that she is acting as stupid as she is. Because it's the writing of, like, I'm making this game be so important right now. And I'm like, but it doesn't make sense at all. Like, no no part of that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's true. Okay, let's talk about a different character. Just for, like, a brief spell. Just because I actually, this, like, did kind of impact me a little bit. When um Nolan 
ended up kind of stabbing Violet in the back. That's the like healer guy. Okay. Yeah. I like again, I feel like the relationship wasn't fleshed out enough for me to be devastated. Like I want True. for like these backstabbings and situations to ruin my day. Mm-hmm. And reading that Nolan did that, I was like, oh, that was like kind of a friend, I guess. It's true. Like I was kind of like, I was like, oh, oh, but it's like, I had these moments where I was like, oh my God. And then I like, they were just so short lived because we never really like knew Nolan. Like, I think this is the first, like, obviously we're in the second book, but I think this is the first time he's really had like dialogue. Yeah. Like I, if I'm going to be shocked, I need to care about the character, not just like have a sentence be like oh yeah they know each other because violet needs to get healed a lot like that doesn't make me care mm-hmm. oh my god i will say one like as much as like i hate i feel like I, I, I feel like we just are kind of being a broken record when it comes to like what we like and dislike about this book i feel because i feel like there's so many cool concepts in this book like I have a sticky note where we discover what Varish's signet is that's like the scary evil man who like was the only I think we called him paprika or something like that when we last recorded (laughs) um but when we find out his signet and it's like I don't see people I see their weaknesses and I was like that's such a cool signet and like we were a little over halfway through the book and it's like I kind of wish Varish hadn't died in this book did he die he died right he definitely died I feel like he died because his dragon was alone mm-hmm. at the end right I honestly don't remember. This book left my brain as soon as I read it, but... I think he died. I'm sure if he did die, I sticky-noted it, so we'll figure <laughs> out. We'll find out as I keep flipping through my notes, but... Um, yeah, I. either way, I think... I think this book would have been cooler if it was still at school, and then Varish was the main villain... And then we don't find out Violet, Violet's brother is alive until the next book. You know, like, just spread it out, man. Yeah, it's, like, it's fun to have a fast-paced book. But also, you need enough context for, like, it to matter. Whereas I find these two books combined is way too quick. Mm-hmm. Like, but also slow (laughs) everything is happening so fast but also the only plot is violet and zayden not trusting each other so like how is there so little and so much at the same time Mm -hmm. yeah it's like fast paced but it's just not it's just not done well i'm sorry i'm sorry to those people who loved this book i really really wanted to like it because i liked the first book i i 
I loved the first book. I'd go as far as to say, I know we still haven't recorded that episode yet. We're going to have to do that soon. Yeah, that was um, an accident. But uh, yeah, like we talked about it right after we read the first one so quickly. We were like, oh my God. I was like, this is my new fantasy series. I was excited. This is, I was so excited. It was a, it was a, it was a letdown for me, the um, the second book. But at least Andarna nothing there was no negative character development with andarna like nothing bad nothing nothing negative to say i still love her at least we will always have andarna <laughs> andarna and rhiannon i hope yeah rhiannon and yeah that's true rhiannon is, is my kind favorite of like a duo with them but like rhiannon is definitely the best character who is human in this book yeah but like, for maybe um professor devra i also still i still love her yeah i'm trying to i'm trying to think what like if rhiannon ends up being a bad guy that would be shocking that would be shocking um but yeah so there's like there's definitely positives in this book like mm-hmm. rhiannon we already liked and and darna we already liked in the first book and then like the more now um mm-hmm. professor devra professor devra is just the best like she's such a small character but like she's just so like funny but like like i don't know why she kind of reminds me of like not in like appearance but almost in vibe like professor mcgonagall oh my god i was just about to say that <laughs> Yeah, like, just, like, the only professor who, like, genuinely has the kids' best interests at heart, <laughs> like. Yeah. And, like, will actually teach them things, and, oh my god. Yeah, she's very cool, I like her. I love her. Um, Okay, but, like, backtrack a little bit. What did you, I'm not sure if we talked about this, I don't think we did. What did you think about Liam's reappearance in, like, Violet's mind? Um, I don't know. We got said it all. <laughs> <laughs> like, I get it. I do. <laughs> but I think he was like, he was there for too long, you know? Like, I feel like Having Liam appear when Violet is ready to give up, I think is a good plot, like a good plot point. I think that's interesting. But then he just kind of chilled and he kept showing up. And I was like, okay, I get it. This is your emotional support, Liam. Maybe find something else. You know? (laughs) <laughs> did you feel the same way or did you like it no I kind of felt the same way because I also feel like I wasn't as again impacted by Liam's death as I could have been like don't get me wrong it was sad maybe and I I will say maybe it's because I read the book too fast like maybe I just didn't sit w- with Liam's character for long enough but I feel like again if Liam's death had happened in the second book if the first book had just been spread out a little better I feel like it would have impacted me more. But also I kind of have 
like beef with this concept because I saw like clips of an interview with Rebecca Yaros and I feel like this interview made me not like this series even more okay because one I kind of hate how authors are like telling like people about what is going to happen in their books I think I might have mentioned this at the beginning of the episode if not let me tell you um but like it was an interview where Rebecca was just like answering questions like are Zayden and Violet endgame are they gonna is she ever gonna bring back a character it's like, like all of these questions that she was legitimately answering so it's like I know now whether or not Violet and Zayden are endgame which is kind of annoying for me. Um, And then she went on this like tangent about how she doesn't believe in bringing back characters because like her husband uh, is a, in the military. And she's like, I understand that like, if you like, if a character dies, then they're dead. Like you can't just like bring people back, unfortunately. And I was like, did you not just do that with Jack Barlow, though? <laughs> like, you literally did. <laughs> like, you can't just backtrack and say, because it's a character that people want brought back. I don't oh. know. I'm like, you don't even know what you're talking about, dude. And then that just, like, makes me less hopeful for, like, the future of the series. Because it's like, oh, I'll never bring anyone back. And it's like, you, you already, already brought did. someone back. You already brought a person and a half back because Liam, like, had dialogue in this book. She's like, have you read your own book? Um, it happens. Yeah. So, that I don't know. Dude. Is unfortunate. I have not seen that interview and I will never look for it because I don't want to know. That's fair. You really don't. Ah, yes, Dane stabbed Varish. Dane is the one who killed Varish. And Mm. then I think that's when I texted you saying I love a redemption arc. Okay, yes. That that makes sense to me. Because that's, that actually, I cared about that a little bit. Uh, Dane in this book and who am I thinking of in Crescent City? The equivalent. Is their name also Dane? The one that I pictured totally incorrectly. Rune? Rune. (laughs) They're the same. They give me the same vibes. Like, not personality-wise, but, like, they could look identical in these fictional universes for me. Every time I think about how you pictured Rune... Oh my god, it's so funny to me. It's worse knowing that Rune and Hunt look similar. I don't like that at all. That's true. Nope. Nope, nope. I like my version of what I think he looks like. I don't think they look... Are they described as looking similar? That's what all the fan art is. Clearly, I don't know what he was described as because I think of I don't think they look similar. Okay, well, the the fan art makes them look similar. No, I don't. Like, I've seen the fan art, and I don't think they look similar, basically. I think they look similar. Really? Yeah. 
Because I know he is like one-sided. I know they look different, but they look similar. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, so who knows what any of the characters... You can keep picturing him as a blonde man. <laughs> I do. And you will. I, I picture him as Dane. <laughs> They're the same character. I don't picture Dane as blonde. I think Dane, Dane is definitely blonde to me. He's a brunette. <laughs> he gives blonde vibes. He does give blonde vibes, but like, okay, just for the sake of it, <laughs> look up fan art for Dane now, just so that you know, because okay. I've never met anyone who, like, I feel like I picture characters different, but never, like, I always at least read the hair color and try to keep that in my mind <laughs> yeah i get i don't know what happens to me okay someone on the internet agrees with me <laughs> <laughs> i see the exact fan art you're thinking right see that's what he looks like <laughs> okay that's what he looks like to you he yeah, looks exactly is. like the first and second and third fan art for me like i picture I think when Dane was introduced in the book, I pictured that guy from Game of Thrones. I know that was so vague. There's so many guys in Game of Thrones. I forget. I think it was Rob Stark. Okay. Yeah, no, I I pictured a blonde man. Rob Stark. Just. Yeah. I was right. Look at me go. The hot one. <laughs> yeah, not at all what I pictured. Although, Dane could be like Gale from True Hungry Games. The visual vibe for that as well. And Gale is not blonde, so. Mm-hmm. And also that. in vibe. Yeah. Yeah, I make up characters in my head regardless of the book so this is why my book reviews are always like take them with a bucket of salt not even a grain of salt i clearly don't read i am making up my own story vaguely following the plot the author has written um so who knows (laughs) i mean same here moral of the story take this podcast with a bucket of salt (laughs) Yep. Were you ever, were you at any point, like, concerned for Andarna? There was, like, a point where they were like, oh, they've never seen a a dragon go in this dreamless sleep for as long as she was in. I feel like that was, like, a, yeah. I don't know. I'm really grasping at straws to, like... See, I actually, now that you mention it, I also took issue with that because that was repeated way too many times. Like, oh, oh, she's still sleeping. It's so long. This is the longest sleep we've... Okay. Oh, how's Andarna? Oh, she's still sleeping. It's the longest. Okay, I get it. She's still asleep. Stop telling me. Um, I feel like... It, like I care. I cared yeah. what was happening. I like Andarna. Um, and I like Taryn. I like the dragons. Um, but I don't think I needed to be told 10 times 
that the sleep was the longest one they've seen in a while. <laughs> I think that's another issue that I have, like, in general with this book. It'll be like, like, you can say things maybe three times, max, is when I'll, and like, get it in my brain, make sure I remember it, you know what I mean? But let it go, I'll, I, after a certain point, I'll remember. If you say it's the longest sleep, like, maybe three times at when it, when it starts, and then three quarters of the way through the book, you mentioned she's still asleep, I'll be like, I will, I will say, oh my god, it's the longest sleep. You know what I mean? Like, yep. And same with, like, Violet's obsession with Zayden and, like, constantly reminding the reader about how hot he is. I'm like, you mentioned it a lot in the first book. I remember. I remembered that the love interest was physically attractive. It's not hard to remember. Usually, even if you don't tell me, I picture the love interest as physically attractive. Like... Yeah. It was there's just a lot of repetition, I find. And mm -hmm. to the point where we who never pick up on blatant clues in a book thought it was too many. Which is bad. It's like if we know it's too many, it's bad. Because usually see, we miss the, the first ones. Maybe I just, maybe I just enjoy being stupid too much. Like, I like not really knowing what's going on and then being surprised at the end. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's not a common thing. Like, um, again, Rebecca Yaros's interview that she was doing, it was like, fa like, fans of the book were asking her these questions, like, directly asking her to spoil the series for them. That's true. And I, I just... I don't like that either. I would. I hate that. I'm like, no, I want to be surprised. I don't want to know. But I think considering that's the way we read to like take in as little information as we can to then be surprised later. The fact that these points we took in. Not good. It's bad. Anywho, sidestepping. I know you're not going to want to talk about this because I'm assuming you hated it just as much as I did. But you know what? Just for the sake of talking about it for, you know. All right. Cliffhanger. <laughs> uh, for those of you who don't know, because uh, I'm not sure who, who listens and knows this, but we record our podcast through Zoom and there's a time limit to the Zoom meeting. So we are constantly like stopping recording and then starting recording again. And so I just left Katrina on a little cliffhanger while she waited for the recording to download so that she could start a new meeting anyways the smutty part between violet and zayden in mm. on the chair thoughts no oh, i was like is a question coming or was that just a statement um The thing is, to be fair, I'm not a big smut guy. It's just not for me. If it's part of the plot, sure. Mm -hmm. But I don't I like it. It's not what I look for in a book. I look for no thoughts. Um and I think the issue I took with this is the fact that I don't particularly like either of the characters. Mm -hmm. and then it was like 
a, a scene like that where I was like, okay, like I actually really don't care now. Um, and then it was like Zayden's way of proving that he wasn't uh, all about and himself. Um, and he like liked her not just for um, that. Which I think was it was also to show that he wasn't into cat. Yeah, it was just kind of like a there was weird reasoning for mm -hmm. it. And I also didn't like the reasoning. Um because if there's gonna be smut, I don't wanna have to like think about like the logic behind it. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. There was also a point earlier on in the book where they were they were having sex and I remember I think I forgot to make a note of it but I like I audibly laugh, laughed um but it was like the line was like Zayden tore off his sleeping pants and I was like you couldn't have just left it at pants something about the phrase sleeping pants I'm like there are certain things where it's like sometimes I think smut can be done really well where I'm like oh this is like saucy and like also kind of romantic and like you know like there's a certain vibe of smut where I can be like I like this I like my smut to also be like well written and well thought out not just we're fucking and so but like I don't want to have to like be told the logic behind it like I want to just get it like chapter 55 <laughs> if you know you know if you know, you know. <laughs> See, and that's the thing. Chapter 55 was so good that if you have read the book, everyone knows what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. But I don't even know what chapter this happened in in this book. Nope. I actually don't even know what part of the book. I feel like probably later. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, well, I can see. It's like three quarters-ish, not even. Mm. Whatever. It just didn't, none of, none of the smut did it for me in this book. And I kind of feel like the same with last book. I feel like I only like smut if it's slow burny enough. Yeah. And also, like, I'm rooting for the characters. Yeah. But I objectively do not think they work together. Yeah, no. So I'm not rooting for them at all. This is a match made in hell. This is not a good. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I, I didn't really like it. Mm -hmm. I did not like it at all. However... One of my favorite lines from P Professor Devra, when they were all like, they left the school and they, for some reason, they're like still doing, they call it like a battle brief when I think they could have like called it something else considering it wasn't like they weren't in school. But anywho, fa one of my favorite lines from Prof Professor Devra is, welcome to your first official battle brief as traitors. I just love her. She tells it like it is. 
she does tell it like it is as she should yeah i i also like i understand carrying over the school structure because they needed that um Mm -hmm. to kind of deal with the chaos but i kind of like i didn't love the way it was done to like You know what? I think this just leads back to the weird game in the middle of this um, where they're like, they need to follow these rules from school to the detriment of their entire world. Yeah. And I'm like, could you not like maybe just not import these rules (laughs) for the sake of, you know, not killing everyone? Consider (laughs) it maybe. They're like, no, we we have to. Those are the rules that we decided we were going to take. Like, Wait, okay. what, what do you mean by that what do you mean what do you mean what are you talking about i need a like, specific <laughs> no no i'm going back to like the the game they played uh where violet finds out how to raise the wards and she's like i'm gonna tell you after the game um we talked about this in the first half already yeah yeah i need more context like the the game where they were trying to find things um and this is where they get attacked by solace 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 nothing it wasn't a it wasn't a game it was like an assignment yeah but it was like a game like they were trying to get a prize. okay okay i thought like they were like oh we're playing a game like <laughs> it, it was a game like it was sure an assignment, but it was an assignment for a prize for like an extended it was something they were gonna win. Like you could win. The groups were divided. If you got the most, you would win. So this was a game. And yes, but they didn't describe it as a game, <laughs> is what I'm getting at. Okay, but like very clearly it was not integral to the raising of the wards or like and it was when um when they were like in the woods they were like dropped off in the woods no 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 not not the class not this is like after the class has ended remember when solas is in the caves yes where i yes yes there we go that game cool so like maybe sure an assignment if you want to call it that but it was no i would i would call it a game now i'm with you i figured it out okay yeah where we are in the book thank you for the context (laughs) yeah i was like i don't i wouldn't consider that whatever and and cat Um, and violet were like paired up and yes yeah like right when violet yeah and violet knows how to raise the wards at this point and yes. she's like, no, we have to do this first. I'm like, you don't actually. But that's what I mean by like the structure of the school being taken. What you're, yes. yes. Being okay. taken into this like rebellion setting and then being like, no, we actually have to follow these very strict schedules and rules and I guess, quote unquote, games, just like we did in school, despite the fact that now all of our lives are on the line. And also Violet has information that we've all been waiting for to save all of us. Um, but nope, this game comes first. Yeah, I also really didn't like that because I feel like it would be one thing if it was like a secret. And so Violet was like, oh, I can't miss this game. 
Otherwise people are going to know that something's up. You know what I mean? Like, but it was like everyone, everyone wanted those wards raised. <laughs> yeah. And then she explicitly goes and tells Zayden, I'll tell you after. What? It's like we are on a time crunch. <laughs> I'm that was that the was the point aren't the gonna be like, oh shit, they're playing a game. We gotta wait to attack. Yeah, and like I know we talked about this too uh earlier, where I already had remembered at this point that Solas was in the caves. So I was like, this is just yes, dumb on so yeah. many levels, like don't do this. Um but it was at this exact point in the book where I was like, I don't like this. Like, I oh. actively don't like this book. Okay, I'm with you now. I think I was also confused when you were talking about this when we recorded like a week ago or whatever. Because you said that you already knew that Solas was in the caves. And I thought you meant at the end of the book when Solas was in those caves. What caves is he in then? Well, like the caves where the ward is under the school. Oh, no. I meant in these games. Yeah, like, see, the that, there we go. Okay. Because I, I was like, I didn't know that Solas was in the caves. I knew he was in these caves. I just complete. I guess I completely yeah. wiped this game from my memory. <laughs> I wish I could. But yeah, no. So the one, the fact that this was known. Mm -hmm. This was known. Solas, the dragon trying to kill them, was in the caves. Uh, and two, Violet is the only one that knows how to raise the words and will not disclose that information. Like, what if Violet died? I know that, like, in theory, this is a book where Violet is the main character. So obviously that wasn't going to happen. But it just makes it so much more unrealistic. Yeah, like, you would tell someone... It write it down time crunch tell it will take three seconds to tell zayden use your mind you're really close by as you're leaving if you want to yeah um, and then zayden is the only one who knows yeah it was, don't trust other people it was it was this exact moment where i was just like the actual writing is bad because yeah. this is no one in their right mind would do this. Not a soul. Because I I think it was trying to be like the, when you, I feel like I mentioned this last time we recorded too, when you like in like movies or shows or books or whatever, where they're like, don't tell each other they love each other and to like, tell me after, mm -hmm. you know? I think this is what it was trying to be, except it was like crucial information <laughs> that they were like actively searching for. It, it didn't work. <clears throat> no, it really didn't work. Like, especially because, like, everything that they do, even if it is, like, a game for school, is dangerous. Like, it's not like us in high school going to the woods to play capture the flag. It's like, no, people die in these activities that they do for school consistently. Like, like tell someone. Um, like, tell someone. You're not that special i guess technically she is but like i don't know no and, and, it and also, also like that the fact that zayden was like yeah cool i'll wait till after what <laughs> i was like no 
I also think that like, uh, it would be one thing if like she was taken. Like, I feel like this could work if it was like that torture class or whatever. And then she was like drugged and taken. Yeah. And then you're like, she didn't get to tell anyone. But it's like, no, no, no. You actively chose this. Yeah, which makes so that, you stupid. That I think that is also like an ongoing issue in this book where it's like there could potentially be plot if it wasn't the choices that they were making mm-hmm. leading them to things. If it was like unintended consequences of other things that led them to situations, you'd be like, oh, but this it's them. It's their choice. They are the problem. Doing- yeah they're making it worse like they're not the bad guys but they're making it worse they don't understand the concept of war i understand the concept of war better than these fucking characters this shit is not whimsical war and whimsy sarah's two favorite things being just ruined but you know what? They are literally treating war like it's whimsical. Like, when we say war and whimsy, it's a joke. But they're actually just being like, oh. Yeah, it feels like, later. It feels like war and whimsy. It feels like literally war and whimsy. <laughs> <clears throat> also, I will say, um, one of the characters who I think very small part in this book a little bit more than the last book but probably one of the only characters who i think is having who like reacts to things like correctly i'm not sure if i talked to you about this yet or if it was emma but mira yeah the punch in the face we talked about it we talked about it i was just like i just got there in my book and i'm just like especially the more we talk about how like zayden and violet are dealing with things I'm like, I would rather this next book to be from Mira's perspective. And I want Mira to have, like, a stronger role. I want Mira, Rhiannon, and Professor Devra to take over Zayden and Violet's, like, important parts. Violet and Zayden can just do their romance in the fucking corner if they want to. But they should not be making decisions (laughs) for the betterment of the, like, entire continent. Ooh, you know what I hated too? What? A specific line from, like, also just, like, from this part where the timeline of this book is throwing me off now because it's been so long since I read it and we definitely, when we recorded the first time, talked about it out of order. So I can't remember what we talked about and what we didn't talk about. Um, But Zayden's, like, overprotectiveness over Violet in this book, we've talked about, I guarantee. Mm -hmm. Um, But, like, when they, I guess, met, not met, but, like, they went to Kat's, like, kingdom, I guess, whatever it's called. Um, Specifically, the first line in this, like, section of the book is Zayden saying, you aren't where I left you, violence ick um but also that whole part seems so silly and weird i get it was to get 
something I don't even remember. What were they trying to get again? I think it was an item. I, yeah. I you know what? I probably and he was would. only gonna give it if Violet showed off her signet. Yeah. You know what? Oh. I don't even think I I don't even think I put a sticky I I'm very as you know, I put sticky notes beside almost everything that I think is important and I didn't even put a sticky note beside this. Yeah, I it's also funny it's just like because of the way I imagine things in books. This scene in particular, cat's like house, <laughs> it's oh, kind of like there's like a long runway. Um, and that's where they're like talking initially outside like a really long path to the entrance um there is a like an entrance the house is big um it's not like house house it's like yeah like nicer than that um and then yeah that and then like a really large arena kind of like a lightly attached to it and that's all that's I honestly kind of how I picture it too definitely more of like a castle vibe I was maybe yeah I was picturing more of a castle but again with like an arena yeah and but like the arena. But like a Roman arena like the the Colosseum is what I picture okay mine's like almost made of nothing like I don't know how to describe it wow that was so descriptive <laughs> it's kind of like just a big circle of grass in my brain next to their house uh, I wonder what things are like meant to look like I wonder what it's like to be you and to have your brain I don't know <laughs> couldn't tell you but yeah the, I just thought of that because I, I know I'm picturing it all wrong but that's what I'm the, like the pathway in my brain to their house is like half the size of this like grass arena <laughs> I picture a long pathway too but it's like like it like a castle like pathway where it's like there's like fucking fancy gardens and everything like that around the path yeah it is a it's fancy quite a long pathway, pathway too Maybe not as long. I don't know how big you're picturing your circle of grass, but <laughs> it's honestly not that massive. Okay, it's like a, like a real world, very nice, like celebrity California home. I'm thinking of could have that amount of grass on their property, you know. Like it's not I'm gonna be so honest with you, I don't know. <laughs> it's not like an unrealistic amount of grass. Can you draw the floor plan of this for me? Actually, yeah, I'll do that super quick. As you draw, I'm gonna mention something that um it's like a small thing. And you know how authors have like his eyes darkened or whatever, and sometimes they can be overused in books. Rebecca Yaros has one that I kind of forgot about, but um, she always mentions when someone like furrows their brow, 
she'll be like oh you have those little lines between your brows or like she'll describe it as having two lines between someone's brows and I hate it I would much rather just say like your brows furrowed like you know why does everyone have two lines some people have one okay so the the path is beside the arena oh yeah it's directly beside like it's touching but also the arena is also touching the house so because they're on the balcony watching this in my in my mind so they're just like right up here and they had to walk down this it's just a big patch of grass honestly I don't know how to imagine it differently. I think I also have a bit of an issue where I am not very good at explaining my own thoughts. I have a hard time putting into words what I'm thinking. And I think this is kind of like an explanation of why. Because even if someone tells me exactly what they want me to think, I will then take it apparently totally wrong and make a grass field and be like this is the arena they're fighting in um so then when I try and explain my own thoughts I'm trying to put it in a way that's like it's different than what I'm, I don't even know what I'm trying to say now um grass field a metaphor for my way of thinking okay I'm gonna I'm gonna draw my a lot of detail in yours Oh, I'm writing. <laughs> okay, yeah, I was like, I'm like sketching. But honestly, the arena is quite large compared to the house, actually. So my, like, the arena doesn't fit on this. You didn't want to just draw it to scale? Nope. Okay. Oh, so the arena is, like, on the other side of the house. Yeah. Like, the back. So there's, like, a front and a back. <laughs> And so, like, this is where they came. This is the front door. There's, like, stairs and, like, maybe a little deck. I don't know. And then this is, like, kind of where the it leads to the arena and the patio. I'm not gonna lie. More interesting than the actual layout of what you drew is the direction you drew it in for me. The, like, you're not entering the house. Like, bot you drew it down odd i wasn't really thinking about it that much but you know what i mean right like instead of entering you're kind of like coming from up here <laughs> i don't know we're getting wildly off topic and also no one can see what we're drawing <laughs> that's why i need you to send me a picture of your map and then i will <laughs> give a little context to this um ramble <sighs> my goodness yeah no I don't usually draw um with the intention of entering my drawing <laughs> no but like like the entrance you start from the bottom like the path is at the at the bottom of the page <laughs> I feel like that's normal you, yes it does no, that's it. That, okay for for why I think it always has to be, um, think of Bob Ross videos, painting, where he has like a little house in the the forest or in the whatever. The little pathway he draws always goes down. He's not going up. 
okay, but to be so fair, I'm drawing from a bird's eye perspective. You have not... a bird's eye in the other direction. <laughs> no. I think there is only one way to draw. And that one was not it. Turn it around. <laughs> We're all entitled to our own opinions, but your opinion is wrong. Jesus Christ. I, think I need to like poll people. I wonder if I'm crazy. I feel like. Okay, technically, technically, there's two entrances. So you're entering through the arena into your home? You could if you wanted to. <laughs> I mean, have you seen 21 Jump Street? It's like, uh, you have a right to be a, an attorney. <laughs> They're like, did you say you have the right to be an attorney? Well, technically you could if you wanted to. <laughs> That's what you sounded like. No, it isn't. <laughs> um. Oh my God. Would you consider your path to be going down? Well, I guess it is down. Technically, it is house. going down. My path is going down. Well, technically, it goes both down and up. Yeah, because it's a bird's eye view, so it doesn't matter which way you draw it. You know why? Because you can rotate it any way, and it still makes sense. If you are painting the front of a house, obviously there's a correct way to draw a path, because if you rotate the painting upside down, it no longer makes sense. Which, to be fair, is fine, because it's art, which doesn't need to make sense. Uh, I, I will... I... I'll let it go. <laughs> Our drawings are both art and therefore. <laughs> uh, I've never heard someone <laughs> you said, I'll let it go with so much pain in your voice. <laughs> like uh, mentally, <laughs> like I can't, I can't accept what you drew. <laughs> I promise you it's not that deep <laughs> really I literally just drew a quick sketch just like the small part of my brain is like mm. <laughs> uh. <sighs> well <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I didn't think we'd talk about this. Uh, you really didn't think this was going to be such a thing. <laughs> yeah, I have uh, no more notes, so <laughs> this is on you. Cool. I, um, what did you think about the, like, it's really hard to, like, get back into talking about this book after that fight we just had. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any other, th like, I know that the overall thought is that it was stupid, but what, in general, did you think about the plot point of, like, Kat and Zayden's engagement? I think, I do like that there was, like, a another love interest. Well, I don't even know if it's a love interest, really, but, like, something into 
uh, Zayden Violet's relationship because I feel like that added something other than I just don't trust you but you're very hot um so I I I did appreciate that um I I wish though because the way it's described it makes it seem very much like a political move like engagement for a purpose and I wish we got more of like a they actually liked each other it seems like Kat actually did like him that's the vibe we're getting but like just the way it's described in the book it's like very unromantic between the two of them and always was unromantic between the two of them so I feel like that kind of like ruins the you know a little bit of spice that Kat added I agree I agree 100% However, different couple that I actually, the not, they're not really like a couple yet, but Sawyer and Jessina, Jessina, I love They them. are adorable. They are perfect. I'm really upset because we didn't get them until like the end of the book, but also, oh my God, they're just like, I like their relationship more than I like Zayden and Violet's and it's like brand spanking new not fleshed out at all but they're just so cute and she was so worried while he was fighting and then he lost his leg yeah no that was i like that dynamic as well i like a jessina i think it's jessina jessina I like her too. I feel like, I like her, a lot. her character development is really good um, mm-hmm. in this book because she started out obviously like very timid. Uh, so I know we complained a lot about this book, but we do have some favorites. So Sarah, tell us your favorite character. I still need to flip through the last of my... <laughs> like, no. <laughs> How about you say your favorite character and quote while I do this I know you were the one who started the segue but that's fine um I think to no one's surprise my favorite character is Rhiannon Mm -hmm. I love her she is wonderful a very loyal friend um and I hope we get more content later on Mm mm-hmm uh fave line i think this is just like a fantasy book kind of thing uh i did like this is uh zayden and violet dialogue where violet's like who did you kill and then zayden's like everyone (laughs) just full stop i like that i agree um okay cool so my favorite character is obviously Rhiannon. Honorable mention to Andarna and Rydok. Rydok actually, Rydok and Sawyer really pulled through for this book. Um, naturally, one of my favorite quotes is very depressing, but um, my I think my favorite quote is, love doesn't even have the decency to die. It just transforms into abject misery. 
because I Beautiful. am a, I am a ray of sunshine. Also, I will say that like at the end of this book, there was two of the like blurbs at the top of the chapter. Um, and one of them in particular was like recovered correspondence from Liam to his sister. Mm-hmm. And it was, you're going to love Violet. She's smart and stubborn. Reminds me a lot of you, actually. You just have to remember when you meet her, she's not her mother. However, I kind of forgot about Liam's sister. I don't think we talked about her once this episode. Anyways, that's all I got. Uh, me too. Well, if you want to follow us on social media, uh, we have an Instagram, which is at bookbevies, and a Gmail for longer email inquiries, bookbevies at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening. Bye. Trust <laughs> it. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.